Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. As always, I'm joined by my partner, Sam Mangeli. Today, we have the opportunity to speak with Long Beach State University soccer player, Lena Solano. Lena, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate the time. Thank you for having me. You're officially an alumni of the school. You're Last game was a couple weeks ago. You know, how does that feel? Are you still processing you know, that your college career uh, is over? I am at peace with the situation. I'm very excited for my future. I'm very proud of myself with what I've accomplished. So it is sad, but that's life. And it's exciting to like look to the future. And now I get to train for my future. So it's kind of been a good transition so far absolutely now your final game against uc irvine um, was in the big west final you know, talk to us about the emotions you know leading up to that game and what it was like after the final whistle blew um definitely an emotional game um it wasn't the outcome that we wanted so it was 3-0 by halftime so at this point, I think I was just trying to be like the best leader slash teammate I could be once it hit like the final 15. But, you know, it was sad afterwards. Very makes me like nostalgic and makes me think about everything that I've done. And I was happy to see like my parents after the game, my brother, trainer, um, and all my close friends. So it was nice to know like the support system and made me feel very grateful for like just everything that I've accomplished. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You took a big step forward in your 2021 season. Um, and then into your 2022 season, you had in 2022, you had a total of 16 goals, 38 total points. You had 25 points and 11 goals, I believe in 2021. So, uh, you know, a big improvement from that standpoint, was there a specific drill or a you know, part of your game that you wanted to really put an emphasis on entering your final off season last year? Yeah, um, it was just sharpening up everything. Um, 2021 was definitely like a new experience for me, new first time scoring, first time getting any single point, um, first time playing 90s, first time playing striker. Um, so it was just like a whole new experience. So I was just living a new experience every day in 2021. Um, so I was like blessed to have that under my belt and learn a lot from that season. And then coming into 2022, I definitely was trying to sharpen my mental game, understanding that there's no pressure to perform um, and just doing me and having fun. And I definitely helped and I'm like grateful for like how that all fell to 2022. You finish your career um, with five multi-goal games, top 10 in the NCAA for most goals, goals per game and points per game, you know, taking a step back now that your career is over, you know, what, what do you make of those milestones and accomplishments? And is there any specific thing in particular that you are most proud of? I think everything you just said, I'm just like so proud of. Um, I never would have thought 
that like I would be top 10 and like I'm so grateful and like I believe it and I'm like very proud of myself that I got there yeah it was just definitely very eye-opening and like getting Big West Offensive Player of the Year was very eye-opening and exciting for me so all these accolades are blessings and makes me feel like what I'm doing is definitely preparing me for where I want to be did you get any motivation or did you get any, you know, words of encouragement from people that are, are really important in your life, you know, after you completed this historic 2022 season? I think everyone's been very supportive, supportive of me. Um, my trainer is like a mentor to me and he's been very great um, helping me get through that. There's a Hall of Fame Long Beach State soccer player, Nadia who's um, been very great, helpful with like the whole process and just telling me to have fun. And yeah, like the whole community that I've built at Long Beach, everyone's been very supportive and proud of me and everyone wants to see like what I do next. And like, I couldn't have been so grateful for how many people have been by my side throughout this whole process and journey. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now this season, you made some waves viral and through social media with your bicycle kick you got against San Diego you know walk me through again you know how that was and you had that moment after you scored that you know oh shit like man I can't believe I actually scored um so what went through your mind afterwards and how proud are you that you were able to get that done yeah um when it was happening what it was like 87th minute like gotta do what she gotta do and saw the ball in the air and I was like I just have to put a foot on it and my instincts kicked in and it happened and I saw it go in and I was like oh my god like wow um I think I was in a state of shock for a very long time like we celebrated I think I got trolled a little bit by my reactions like everyone makes fun of me for it I needed to act like I meant to do that apparently but I did so you don't just accidentally do that. But yeah, it was, that was a crazy experience. And I think all that happened and just want to impact and inspire people to like be able to do what they never thought they could do and just try some crazy things. So that was a crazy experience and yeah, top 10 for sure in my head. Who are the ones that were trolling you? Just the internet. People were like, her reactions and I'm like it is what it is I got better afterwards with the celebrations and stuff like that so did you gain a lot more exposure like on social media or people in school like gave you more recognition after they saw that um yeah I guess I mean to this day people still follow and like that um, video and people will like tag me and stuff and send it to me you know I'm appreciative of it of the course um, sometimes people will send it to me as if I've never seen it before um, which is kind of funny but yeah people at school they were really cool about it afterwards as well but you know everyone's doing their own thing so it was funny right absolutely how many of those bicycle kicks did you practice that were uh, seen by no one, maybe only your teammates. And, you know, how many have you broken out during a game uh, in your soccer career? 
well, that game one, the one that everyone saw was the only successful one that I've ever made. And I'm very happy that that was the one that was successful because that's where it counts. Um, but um, at practice, I've done two and my keeper has caught in every single one. And I look at her and I'm like, why can't you just let it go in for my satisfaction? And she's like, it's not like that. I'm glad she never let them go in because maybe something in my brain triggered a different experience. So different technique. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, has the striker position, the forward position been a, a position that you've always been able to to play uh, since you started soccer? Or did you kind of have a migration? Like you started at defender and left mid and you kind of gradually moved. Um, I feel like obviously when you're younger, you get put in and you play all these positions. Like I've definitely played goalie when I was like very, very young. But forward has definitely been like my position. Like I do love to score goals or put people in those positions too. I just have like that forward mentality to attack. But when I first came to Long Beach, I think he was trying to try me out as an outside back, maybe for speed purposes, which is defender. But that quickly turned into still being a forward. And honestly, if that didn't happen, I learned a lot of like defensive techniques, which I still think about today. So I'm glad it all worked out the way it did. For, for forwards and players at your position specifically, do you think there is a misconception of players on that side of the ball aren't good defenders? I guess, like, people definitely think that forwards don't defend. Um, I was talking about this the other day because, like, I saw this video and, like, strikers are, like, the easiest position on the field. But I feel like that's, like, varies versus personnel because I know me, like, I run crazy and work really hard and defend if I lose it. But there are forwards that don't defend and like to just hang out up, up top. So I don't really know what that's like, but I think there is a misconception and I do get slightly offended when I see that it's the easiest position, but it's okay. So you grew up in California, grew up in Agora. What was the goal when you were playing in California? Was it to play? collegiately was it to play collegiately in the state of California or you know what was your mindset when you were playing as a youth um yeah I didn't even know like you play in college really until like my freshman year um and then like there was this new like these rules where like you can commit to a college as early as you wanted but now there's different rules where I think you have to be a junior to like commit or like talk to coaches so I saw a lot of my friends committing their freshman and sophomore year and I was like oh wow I was on a good club competitively but come like my sophomore year it started to get like a bit more serious and I was like I need to commit to a college I didn't care really I definitely wanted to be in California too though so Long Beach definitely caught my eye I've had a friend, the older sister played at Long Beach. Cal State Northridge is near me. My coach coached at Cal State Northridge. So it was just kind of like I've seen Long Beach play, and I definitely wanted to go there. And I was grateful that my coach, Mauricio, gave me the opportunity to play there because he saw something that I didn't see, and it came out two years later. But Long Beach is close to me, like an hour away, and 
I'm really happy with my decision. Yo, there are many events coming up in the world of sports. It'd be great to be in attendance for such. Where can we get tickets? SeatGeek. You see, SeatGeek is an app that can help you find the best seats with the best deals. SeatGeek shows you different tickets available with green being the best deals and red not being the hot deals. The best part is it shows you where you'll be sitting at the event. If you use the code SPORTSMECCA, you could get $20 off your first purchase. Get your seat at SeatGeek today. You, like myself, had to deal with the season getting canceled due to COVID-19 in 2020. How were you able to stay motivated during that time? I think I had a different COVID experience. Um, definitely coming from a smaller school as well, like not like a Pac-12 or SEC or whatever. So we had no idea like when we were going to come back. So it was definitely difficult, but I did see the hope that people were going back. So at the time, I just took that time to work on myself mentally and physically. So it happened in April. So from April to August, like I was definitely training as if like I could go back physically and mentally working on my mental game and changing everything. And then when I knew we weren't going back, there's still hope for the spring, which I just trained for as well. Um, going to the park and just having that ounce of motivation and just trying to better myself every day and just having that like growth mindset. So truly a blessing. I changed as a person 180 and um, we ended up coming back in the spring and we played five games and it was fun. I just, I was like, it gave me a different like gratitude, like happy to be back. Yeah, for conditioning. Uh, so being in Long Beach and there's a lot of beaches, of course, there. Uh, did you ever do any sand workouts or did you ever run up some hills on the sand? Um, yeah, not in Long Beach, but I do have like a training program in Agora. And we do do beach workouts like for the first five weeks of a 10 week program. And it's just different. Like my feet feel different. Um, tra transitioning from um, sand to field is like a whole different level, but never dunes. I think that's like a next level workout, but I do see people run at the dunes and it's steep. Would you ever try it? Um, for fun, I've done it one, but definitely a lot of breaks, but I have done hill sprints, but not the dunes. So soccer has continued to grow in the U.S. What do you think are some uh, ways to continue to, to improve the popularity of soccer? I think it is a growing sport, and especially on the women's side. I think in Europe, it's growing. Women are getting paid way more, and that's super exciting. So I feel like it's on like a great path right now. But it's also great that the U.S. men's and women are about to be in the World Cup and just participate in the World Cup, which brought everyone together. And just the college game is growing as well. And obviously people get connected with the Internet and all these viral videos are going on. So I think it is a growing sport. And I think the community is like getting bigger. For sure. Uh uh, you played three years of high school soccer, but you decided to opt out to play club your last year. What made you go go that route? I The women's game changed with uh, adding Academy to their program. And Academy was only open to men. 
but my Real SoCal team added Academy to them and it's a 10 month long program, just basically to like a 10 long season to, to get you like ready for the next level. So that's what happened. And I wasn't allowed to play high school, but I don't think the Academy is a thing really anymore, at least not for like Real SoCal and they went back to ECNL. So the girls do play high school. Yeah. Yeah. Club is like really good for like basketball and baseball is is what I see as like the two like best sports to play club in. I feel like high high school high soccer is pretty good for a club as well. I've noticed that with like with pre- previous soccer uh, players we've had on the show and and it definitely club definitely has its uh pros and cons. High school has its pros and cons. I think both uh it can depend on I think the situation or like the the high school you go to or the club you uh, choose to uh, play for? Yeah, like I wasn't going to get recruited by a college in high school. So I'm glad that like the academy prepped me for college and exposed me to all these like showcases and got to play against some other players from all over. But I wasn't going to get recruited in high school. So you're majoring in recreational therapy. What does that study entail and what are you hoping to do with it? So rec therapy is basically like helping people, but using activities. So basically like, let's say someone had like a brain injury, like we would help mentally stimulate to help them get to like where they want to be. So basically we'd use like virtual reality to like mentally stimulate them or like painting and just getting everything going, but like with activities. And then I'm also minoring in geriatrics, which is old people, because I love old people and um, and older adults. And just taking those courses have helped me like significantly just understanding like the aging process or adaptability with sports and facilitating. And I had to intern at the YMCA, which helped me with my leadership skills. And I played recess with like the kids. And that helped me with like confidence when speaking to people, which translates translated to being a captain for my soccer program. And I don't know, I'm just grateful for like everything that I had to do because obviously everything happens for a reason, but I don't think I'm going to try that stuff right now because I want to play soccer afterwards, but I'm grateful for like the degree, of course. Are you hoping to play, play soccer in the U.S. or overseas? Um, right now I'm aiming for the U.S. See whatever happens, happens. And then after that, I'm really open to like the life experience of like overseas. Hope the KC Current uh, give you a chance. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great club for sure. So literally I would go anywhere. So so uh, during your college career, you got to play in many different venues. What was your favorite venue besides your uh, home venue at Long Beach? Yeah, home field advantage is definitely a thing. But I really enjoyed UC San Diego. Their field was like the nicest I've ever felt. University of Washington was beautiful. UCLA was, of course, really nice. Um, I've been to Texas, which was really cool. Yeah, and then we've been to like Hawaii, Mm -hmm. but definitely like UC San Diego or UCLA because they just like got a new field like like four years ago. That's awesome. Um, For anybody out there that's chasing a dream, what advice would you give them? 
Um, so this is what I think, and I think it's not talked about a lot, is just like the mental game and how it's like 80% of like what it actually is. Um, it's really important. So I feel like just focusing on your confidence and positive self-talk and believing in yourself and knowing that like if you want something like you can let it you can make it happen just putting in the work and giving it your all and if you do your best like there's no way like that can't happen awesome advice yeah so lena if you could say what was the biggest impact of playing college soccer like what would it be what do you think how do you think you changed uh as a person by playing I feel like I've seen two sides of everything. I've seen what it's like to be on the bench and I've also seen what it's like to play. So my first two years, like I didn't really play. Um, I saw how much my mental was getting the best of me. And I think with just experiencing that really helped me like level up as a person and player and know that I need to be confident. I need to believe in myself and just have fun because you obviously do your best when you're having fun. And like you're in that flow state. And then I've also seen that part of like where you have where you're playing and you you want to win and perform and just not adding pressure. So I feel like I've learned a lot with just believing in yourself and having the confidence in yourself and aiming and striving for just having fun every time you're on the field. And I feel like everything should go to play and work out for you. I'm glad that you you know, opened up and provide a little bit about that. So for those who would like to give you a follow on social media, whether it's athletes that are still maybe trying to play at a college level uh, or young girls that are trying to pursue soccer, you know, how could they reach out to you? Um, I have my Instagram at Lena Solano, L-E-N-A-S-I-L-A-N-O. And I feel like that's my best platform to be reached at and follow up with. Mm -hmm. Do you have a Twitter? Yes, it's the same as my Instagram. But no, we, uh, we really enjoyed speaking with you this evening. And, you know, we hope you enjoy the rest of your week in the amazing, beautiful weather of California. Yeah, I guess you could say that I need to be better at that because it is nice and I never know where I'm going to go. So I could be in Kansas and I could be freezing. Hey, well, Lena, you have a great evening. Um, thank you. And, you know, again, thanks so much for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. For those who are listening to our show for the first time, all our past and future episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Sports Mecca.